Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Need some new and exciting toys to play with? Get the OG Flow by Tracy's Dog. It has both clitoral and vaginal stimulation. With 10 levels of intensity, you're definitely bound to get where you need to be with this one. Use code BROWNLICKER to get 10% off your order now. Again, that's code BROWNLICKER to get 10% off your order now. B-R-O-W-N. L-I-Q-H-E-R to get 10% off your order now. What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Shonda D. And Nick and Nikki, we back. And we are back with season seven. I'm so excited. Can you tell? <laughs> if y'all could see my face right now. Um... All I'm going to say is, I don't know where she comes up with the, with the white girl voices. Like, let's go shopping. I'm looking like, uh, babe, is um, white chicks in there? Uh, maybe it's, I'm feeling Barbie-ish. Because oh. the Barbie movie is the new That's thing the new right thing. now. Girl, they tripping out about that Barbie movie. They made like $170 million in the first week. Man, we need to come back like that. Season 8 coming back. Huge sponsors. Something. Listen. We need that for next season. Yes, we do. So, before we even get into our foolishness, let me just go ahead and give you the rundown. Okay? Because we are looking for new sponsors for Mm -hmm. Season Mm 7. If you have a black-owned business or a black LGBT plus business, or you want to have your your business featured on the podcast, send us an email brownlicker at gmail.com and I'll send you our commercial pricing. Um, You can also come on the uh, podcast and be interviewed by us to get your business out to more people. I just went over this a couple days ago because I was in a meeting, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get some things situated. We are in over 19 countries, 233 cities. We're almost at 3,000 downloads, and here we are, not even two years old yet. Mm-hmm. So, we're making some numbers. we making now. some numbers, and we making some noise out here. Yes. People are really starting to recognize us. They're really starting to recognize the podcast as well. And hopefully, big things are coming for us in the Tampa area. So, if you are in Tampa, 
make sure you hit us up like we we don't hang out much but when we do like we we definitely want to hear from y'all we want to see y'all we want y'all to be able to recognize our faces and we want to get to know our tampa audience like there's people listening in tampa so i definitely want to know who y'all are don't be afraid to approach us if y'all see us out with our brown liquor shirts on or if you just recognize our faces or our voices like please you know reach out be respectful but definitely reach out. Don't be afraid to approach us because right. we're fun. We're friendly. Depending on where we at and what's the setting, we might buy a shot and just kick the shits with you. All day. And you never usually know. Usually when we're out and about, we already got some shots up in us. We rat and dirty. Sometimes. A little bit. But we right. be out there. Titties bouncing. Uh, uh, uh. Ass out. Uh, uh, uh. Toes out. That's right, we back. And I do got my titties out, y'all. First episode. It was only right. I literally just took my bra and my shirt off. Like, babe, could you scratch my back real quick before we even get started? That brings me good luck. Woosa. Now, I'm going to give it back to you. You're going to kick off that drink of the week, and then we're going to start this episode. All right. So, for this week's drink of the week, uh, first episode of season seven, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to keep it real simple, real light, and it's a raspberry margarita. That sounds crispy. So, the way that she made it was she just got some raspberries and mixed it with some lime juice Mm. and muddled those. If you don't know what a muddle is, I'm going to need you to become best friends with Google. Okay. My girl, that's right. Let them learn it on their Go own. Go ahead. And th- that's when you mash the strawberries at the bottom, the, the raspberries at the bottom of the cup. And you just get all the juice out in the, in the guts. So you got a little mixture of juice and guts. Okay. That's muddling. But. I thought you was really going to make them look it up. If you need an example, Google's your best friend. That's true. So. Um, then she used uh, tequila of your choice in her in her description she didn't say which tequila so whichever tequila of your choice so fresh raspberries one ounce of lime juice one ounce of triple sec two ounces of tequila that's two regular shots and then shake well and pour over ice add a salted rim with a fresh lime to garnish now, y'all know we don't do no measurements. Mm-hmm. Now, we on season seven. You should know this by mm-hmm. us by now. And it's funny because we just had to move, y'all. We're going to get into that. But just real quickly, we do have a measuring glass. Like I, I We see, have multiple measuring glasses. Right? I came across a few of them. <laughs> I was tempted to throw them in the garbage. But I was like, you know what? When we have company, maybe she would like to you know measure their pour because we don't want to send nobody out in them streets a little bit on the tipsy side so i did keep them but uh yeah we do not use them in this house mm-hmm. we just pour all. our liquor so pour. before we move on y'all already know we got to give you our disclaimer please do not drink and drive drink where you are safe with people that you know like and trust and where you can just be safe be free be your drunken self and have you a good time and mm-hmm. get home safe or get to a bed safe, whether it's your bed or somebody else's bed. Not my business. <laughs> but drink where you can be safe. And we have need you out here. Yes, we do. Yes. Do not drink a drive. Period. Now, are we talking about the move first? Where are we going? We want to go with the move first? This is going to be our weekly rundown? Yes. Okay. Let's get into well, it. Well, this will be our season comeback catch-up 
I don't know. Or monthly digress? No. I can't say that. Uh, Did I use the right word though? I don't know. I gotta I gotta figure that. Let me let me let me Google is our best friend. Okay, so see. while she do that, I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and give oh. y'all a, a real quick rundown of basically what had happened. So if you are an avid listener of Brown Liquor, you know that we moved last year right before my birthday. Uh, this was fresh off of coming back from Jamaica. Babe had just proposed to me. Uh, like I said, it was right before my birthday and it was right before my surgery. Now, in that particular unit, we hit the rainy season down here in Tampa. If you are in the Tampa area, the Tampa Bay area, Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Brandon, Riverview, all of this area on, down here. Tampa. Um, you know that it rains damn near every day. Yes. Thunderstorms around the same time, maybe even twice a day, mm -hmm. uh, starting around March. So we noticed that in the rainy season, we started to get these brown spots on our ceiling. So we were just like, okay, let's call maintenance and have them come check this out. Like I was concerned about mold. Y'all know I've been congested for the last forever, it seems like. So I was concerned about it being mold and us not being able to breathe and all this other stuff. So we called the maintenance people. They come down. They just try to spray paint over it or paint over it. And I'm like, no, that's not acceptable. Something is going on. Like, why is it turning brown when it rains and the mm -hmm. rain spots just keep getting bigger every time it rains? So that was in March. Mm -hmm. By fast forward to June. Yes. It started leaking. June, the spots got bigger. And this over the, the course. The ceiling got soggier. Yes. The, the ceiling space started to get soft. We started seeing brown spots uh, developing in other rooms. We had it in our bedroom. It was in our living room. So now we don't even want to have company because soon as when you come into the house, that's the first thing that you see on the ceiling right. is big brown spots. And it looked like, you know, we the, our ceiling was on its period. It was crazy. <laughs> For real, it was nasty brown spots. And they kept getting bigger. Maintenance was coming through. They were looking at it. And they were, oh, They oh, sent so oh. many different people. One guy came and got on the roof somebody came and looked at it inside but they just weren't doing anything and here's the kicker though uh we were having so many problems in the unit not just with the roof you know right. with the air conditioning the air conditioning was leaking and we pay a couple dollars y'all to stay where we're at we're paying over 1700 dollars a month so where you're staying at with spending that type of money we shouldn't be having any issues right. but there was a lot of issues our tub was painted it was just crazy and uh I made the suggestion, what if we were to transfer um, to another unit? Luckily, I did say that because that offer may have never came up. And we could have just came home one day and our living room just would have been flooded if we wouldn't have stayed on top of it. And in the end, it almost did. The very last day that we were in the apartment before, the day before we were supposed to move, that was what, Thursday? Mm -hmm. Last Thursday, uh, we were supposed to move Friday. I decided not to go to my boxing class and I just was going to go get me some wing stop, come home and rest because we had to do the move. In the midst of me getting my wings, we had a terrible thunderstorm. 
By the time I got home, I came home to a puddle. Like, it was literally raining in our living room. Literally. Literally. Like, <laughs> raining. It went from calm to soft ceiling to rain coming through in a matter of, like, what, three weeks? Mm-hmm. After I suggested, like, hey, like we should get out of there. Because there was no way you were staying. I tried to maneuver around it because neither one of us really wanted to move again. Because we had only been in that unit for, what, seven months? Mm-hmm. Seven to eight months. Yeah, but you were not letting it go like, uh-uh, there's water, there's moisture trap. Water, moisture brings mold, and I don't want us to be breathing that. Right. So, luckily, we did press them for the transfer. Because if we didn't, yeah, we would have definitely been cashing a nice-ass check right. for some new furniture off that renter's insurance. And we may have been able to you know, buckle with them a little bit as well just because we were putting in so many complaints. So it was definitely crazy. Definitely. And? We had to do our own move. Yeah. I did order movers, though, guys, because I am, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm a bougie bitch. She's a bougie bitch. I am a little bit, but I got bad knees, bitch. I'm about to be 45. I'm not really supposed to be lifting anything. I'm damn near diabetical. See? Which you, you keep saying that, and that's what's making your body. The power of the tongue, baby. The power of the, the <laughs> knees and the feet. <laughs> Shit. I try to speak it into existence every day. I dream that I can run fast. <laughs> Shit, anyway I- <laughs> yes we did we ordered movers but they could not make it um they had a situation where basically the person that they had scheduled to move before us had more stuff than what they anticipated and so her move took longer and like i said it rains damn near every day at the same time of day every yeah, day yeah. Yeah. So it was getting to what, like two thirty. It got super duper cloudy and dark, and I was just like, "Babe, if it rains in here again today, possibly our furniture could be damaged. Like we might as well not wait for them. Let's just go get the truck and do it ourselves." And, and it, it took it took some convincing because I, I knew she it. did not want to do it. I mm-hmm. really did not want to do it, but I also did want to save those three hundred dollars that mm. we were gonna pay the pay them to move us. That's true. Uh, we did save three hundred, but I wasn't really worried about it. I wasn't even gonna make you pay. I was just trying to get a free dinner out of you because I was definitely gonna pay <laughs> that shit for real. I was gonna pay it because, like I said. I moved, we bought brand new furniture. Like, we have a sofa bed. We got, like, a hotel furniture. That's what I call it. It's big. It's thick. You know what I'm saying? And it's plush. And it's brand new. We've been only sitting on it for, like, seven months. Right. And we got a, a sofa bed that's in there. And that sofa bed is what I was looking at. Like, oh, my goodness. That couch is going to be extremely heavy. Which it was. I want to say that was the heaviest piece of furniture, though, that we had. Uh, we did struggle getting it on. The truck, but after that, we, you know, buckled down and we asked our neighbors for some help. But we did our whole apartment, everything, by ourselves. But except for that couch in the end, we got it on the truck. But like I said, our neighbors helped us get off the truck. But I'm saying this, though, for the public and for my, my, my woman to hear, my fiancé, I will never do it again. She keeps saying If it that. starts raining, oh, honey, I'm just going to go buy some tarps. I'll cover it up. <laughs> oh, hell no. I am not moving another thing. The, my clothes. 
That's it. Don't ask me. Because you're going to be upset, babe, because I'm not doing it. Oh, hell no. I lost 10 pounds damn near. Moving we both did. And I almost passed out twice. And we broke up. Yeah, we was about to get a whole divorce. We did not break up. Almost. You broke up by yourself. I broke up with you in my head like three times. Yeah, that was it. Like three times. we did not break up. Shoot. We didn't even have no argument. In my head, we did. Oh, you was a lot of... (laughs) Girl, I was cussing your ass out. Girl. We didn't even have no arguments, Mm -hmm. no problems. Everything went fine. In my head, y'all. We ended up spending, what, $61 on the move versus $305 plus We still spent $300 because we ate out every day after that because we was too tired to goddamn cook. Well, what if we would have spent the $300 on top of eating out every day? We wouldn't have been eating out every day. We would have just... Would have been eating out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You would have been paying, so... (laughs) But anyway, so that's our season catch-up. That's basically all we did during the month that we took off because... We really had no time to do anything else besides our usual. Yeah, besides our usual everyday routine, our boxing class. We both been doing boxing. That's Um, something new, though. We wasn't doing that last season. Yeah, we did. At the end of last season, I think I talked about how I started with you. Oh, okay. okay. I think, and then we posted the the picture, remember, where everybody thought you knocked me out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and just working out. Trying to eat healthy, maintain our weight, lose some weight. Because we got some trips and things coming up. Right. Um, and other than that, we've been having a lot more sex. Mm, you just going to put my business I'm just saying. Way? Remember, we was doing the thing for about two weeks straight. Yeah, we was. That, but we was we was catching up. We was playing some catch up. <laughs> for real. Because <laughs> it be going down, man. The way that our schedules are. Yeah. Uh, you had some health issues that was going on. Then I had some health issues that were that were going on. And we was getting it in, but we wasn't getting it in like how we was getting it in. Mm-hmm. We fighting for a comeback, though, right now. Boop, boop, boop. P-Valley is almost in full motherfucking effect out here. But I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, sexy ass. Watermelon. <laughs> oh. I've been eating a lot of watermelon and it's crazy because I this this is the first time ever in my life that I have eaten this much watermelon. Uh when I was a child I did not like watermelon. Me either. I Um, had it too much. Me now being on a workout kick, uh that's one of the best fruits that I like eating in the morning before I even get my day started. So when I wake up, I drink a bottle of water, take my vitamins, and I'm eating a cup of watermelon, and then I'm out the door to uh, to do my accounts. And mm-hmm. It does. It keeps me going. It's light. It's water. It's hydration. Uh, I learned, I'm um, watching, was it a video that you showed me on Instagram? How you're supposed to eat a lot of fruit that hold water instead of drinking mm-hmm. gallon of water. Because the gallon of water is good, but it's flushing out all of your good stuff that you're supposed to have in there too. So you should drink water and eat lots of watermelon and cantaloupe and grapes. What other one did they have in there? Pineapple. Just a lot of fruits that, you know what I'm saying, hold a Our lot water of water. water base, yeah. yeah. So what you want to say? <clears throat> most fruits are like that yeah right? like 50 to 80 percent water yeah okay right. so other than that i think that's about it for our ketchup we just been out here in these streets 
Uh, like I said, I did recently have a meeting about the podcast. Hopefully that brings something, some things into fruition. I'm not going to speak on it yet because I don't want to put my business out there. Because y'all be nosy. Okay? Y'all be nosy. So, Shit, let me sip on a couple of more drinks. I'll tell it. <laughs> we going to come back from this commercial break. And we're going to talk about our topic. And we're going to talk about this new show. So, stay tuned. Bring your ass back. We're coming right back after these short messages. Boom! (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Me either. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Shonda D, and the Brown Liquor Travel Lounge is here, specializing in cruises and international travel. So get your passports ready and pack your bags, because baby, Brown Liquor Travel Lounge has the perfect travel packages for you. If you are looking to travel overseas and don't know where to start, hit us up with the dates in mind, your final destination, and an ideal budget, and let us handle the rest. Send us an email to brownliquor at gmail.com to get started today. What's up, y'all? We are back from our break, and we're going to get into this topic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need my woman to stop sounding like those. She hosts the goddamn um, What White People Show. The Hoochie Daddy Reunion, because that's what I'm going to be hosting. All right, now we're going to speak it into existence. Uh-huh. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. I always yeah. be trying to get on you, huh? Yeah. Give me a kiss. I'm like, Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Go I love ahead. Put, but, <laughs> Help me manifest that, cause manifest. that's what that's what we trying to do out here. Manifest, okay. Phone, you do, but you you got it. You got that broadcast. Uh huh. I gotta hit them with the proper, so they know that I can be hood, but I can be uh, city. I can be put to, well put together too. I can be prim and proper, but I will bring the ratchet out real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Don't make me smack you. Real Don't make quick. me. Yeah, because you are a sweetheart, but when I see that look in your eye when you tell me you're about to snatch me up, <laughs> especially after we get done having sex, y'all, when the sex is real, real good, real, real good. Oh, God. Is you telling our business? I'm telling your business. I am. I'm telling your business. Oh, when the sex is real, real good, oh, I get threatened. Like, bitch, I'll beat your ass. As a matter of fact, when is the coochie available? Oh, the coochie is available now, today, right after this episode is done. Okay, because yes. we, we needed to know when the coochie was available. We'll have to talk about the coochie being available on one of our uh, episodes later on down the line. We got, uh, what, nine more episodes to talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's coming. But coochie available? Mm-hmm. Do you yes. want to just tell the people real quick? No, nah, we ain't going to tell them. We're we going we gonna to get into our okay. topic. Yeah, because right. we already be running our mouth and we start talking. And we don't want to um, have real long episodes, as they say, because we don't want to lose your attention. So let's focus on what we're focusing on and let's get back on topic. All right, y'all. So um, today's topic is basically about uh, if you have dated a narcissist. Now, I'm going to go ahead and be... Real transparent with y'all. We are re-recording this episode, this half of it, because the first half, we just felt like we gave our exes a little bit too much credit. Like, yes, we don't want to. It's not about dogging nobody and making nobody look bad. It's all about living in the now and leaving that shit in the past and Mm -hmm. moving on with where we are now. So. Here we are. Me and Naked Nikki is together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to our exes. Wish y'all the best, but bitch, stay back there. Where you at? <laughs> when you say stay in the back. Yeah, stay stay back there. I need you to stay back there. So, um, 
we got some uh, facts and stats that we're going to get into from psychcentral.com. So, uh, the main red flags to look for, to look out for, to see if you're dating a narcissist is a person that is lacking empathy. They seem unable or willing to have empathy for others. And they appear to have no, no desire for emotional intimacy. Uh, another red flag is unrealistic sense of entitlement. They expect others to cater to their desires, may get angry when corrected, put out, or treated as if they're common. Uh, next one is needs to be the center of attention. They may get unre- unreasonably distressed if they feel ignored or if someone else gets more attention than they do. Mm-hmm. Next red, red flag is displays arrogant behaviors and attitudes. They may constantly talk about success, romantic conquests, or money. They might complain about how much they get hit on. Next red flag is exploits and takes advantage of others. They use others for their own gain. For instance, they might be friends with someone just so they can use their pool or get rides to work. I think I might have done that, though. I needed a ride to work. My truck (laughs) broke down. Shit. And I had to get to work so that I could pay for the truck. Exactly. So, But did you befriend the person just to get the rides? No, we was already friends. So then that don't count. That don't count? No. All right. Regularly talks about their fantasies, power, success, or beauty. It says conversations often revolve around material things and never get too deep. Next next red flag is behaves as if they're exceptionally special. They feel like they can only be understood by other people. The next red flag is envious of others that think they that think envious of others or think that others are envious of them. They may gossip about people they're secretly envious of. Or make up their own reasons for why that person is successful, attractive, well-liked, etc. Mm-hmm. Now, here is where some of our personal experiences come into play. How to spot a narcissist on the first date. Now, you may have heard this term before. It's called love bombing. Um, first time for me. Specifically, uh more recently with the Netflix documentary that came out about the scammer dude. Um, I meant to look up the name of it, but I forgot. Um, but the, I don't know where my phone is right at the beginning of the pandemic. Netflix dropped a documentary about the dude that was scamming all these ladies and he was love bombing them. Like he was flying them out on first dates to on international trips, buying them all expensive gifts when the whole time he was scamming like six different women to pay for other women's dates and trips and all kind of stuff. So I remember that love bombing. It says, it says, have they been love bombing you? Has your date been overwhelming you with affectionate texts from the get-go? Love bombing is excessive and affectionate communication and gestures, compliments, gifts, etc. at the beginning of a romantic relationship that is typically carried out by narcissists to obtain power and control over you. Now, this is what I will say about my ex and my experience with love bombing. Um... When we first started our relationship, I would get compliments all the time. I would get flowers all the time. I would get random, like random little just 
pieces of like what felt like she was just trying to flirt with me and like you know what I'm saying like keep me interested and you know what I mean like keep me engaged but the whole time like when I when I found the definition for love bombing and I realized what it really was it was like she was setting me up the whole time like soon as I moved down here and if you don't know if you aren't familiar with my story I was previously engaged and moved from my hometown down to originally St. Pete and um, quit my job, all this stuff, just to move down here to be with her, pursue this relationship. And as soon as I moved down here, all of that stopped. I no longer got flowers. I no longer got the flirty text. I no longer got lunch. I no longer got cards for no reason I no longer got pop-ups and I was right here in our same city like meanwhile she was popping up on me in Tallahassee four hours away mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it was just like it was just a setup to control me she made well I'm not gonna say she made me move down here but I moved that we agreed on me to move down here isolated me from my family that's another red flag um when somebody tries to get you by they sit by by yourselves away from your family and friends that's a big red flag because you don't know what they may be trying to do and when I first got down here and we argued over me not making the bed before I went to work that was my first sign like this shit is weird <laughs> like mind you she had come to my house plenty of times while she visited Tallahassee we would wake up and it was plenty of times that I would not make the bed so now all of a sudden that I'm down here with you and I don't make the bed before I go to work one time it's a whole ass argument could have been because you was in her space too some people get funny I don't know but that was my experience with love bombing mm-hmm. um so yeah I on that topic it can get I feel like there's a lot of gray area though because it, can, because it can be confusing for someone, I'll say like like myself, if I have somebody that's you know, showing up for me and gifts and, you know, lunch money here, lunch money there, pop-up cards, stuff like that, I would have took it and ran with it because I wasn't used to it in the first place. So how could, how can you, you know, def- what's the word I'm looking for? It's right on the tip of my tongue. Differentiate? Exactly. I just didn't want to say it because I didn't want to mess it up. Well, the main difference with love bombing, too, is like most of the time, the the gift comes with some type of hint of some type of control or power. And most of the time, it's not the subtle little things. It's like the big extravagant gifts. You surprise me with a trip for my birthday you bought me a bag and expected me to be excited you know what I mean and it's just like I didn't ask you for any of this stuff you know what I mean that yes I I do know what it means and with you just saying that it made me really realize why I got some of the answers or the reactions from some of the gifts that I have actually purchased for you even though they are out of love and, you know, I'm not trying to control anything. 
But just you and me having this conversation right here on this podcast right now, it lets me know why I got some of the reactions that I did and why I got some of the answers that I that I did as well when we were talking about vacationing and partying and planning. So I'm yeah, gonna, like, I'm going to give you a little bit of slack because I did. I felt a certain type of way a couple of times, uh, like about the trip, you know what I'm saying, your trip to Jamaica. Um, I did. I wanted you to go. It was your 35th. Um, a lot of it, I want to say, I, I did like I planned it. I wanted us to go. We talked about it. But in the end, you was like, I ain't want that. You know what I mean? It was, it's, sometimes when you spoke about it, it just gave me that that stink vibe. Like, mm. No, I I mean, I looking back on it now, I, I know that you were planning the trip ultimately to propose and like my niece had just passed we talked about us uh, you know really doing something to celebrate life and celebrate my birthday but I'm a simple person I don't need all this big lavish stuff I was like you could have took me down the street of Miami and we would have been just fine but I enjoyed myself in Jamaica but like I said the difference the, the primary difference with love bombing is like They'll use it's, it is it is hard. And like you said, it is a little bit of gray area because when you're talking to somebody, when you're dating somebody, you're going to find out the things that they like. That's just natural when you're dating. But they use those things in a controlling kind of way, in a manipulative kind of way. And, 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 I, and I understand that. And I feel that. At that moment, when we were having that that specific conversation, I can't remember when, I feel like you was kind of like protecting yourself. Every now and then, I do have to remind you, like, this is me. Yeah. You know, like, this is me. This is not your past. You know, this is your present and this is your future, which it's okay. I just want to let you know, us having this conversation now, like, I'm going to give you some grace. Because I was, I was upset a little bit back then, like, damn. Like, why I got to be like that? In, in Miami, I would have probably spent even more money. Right. Even though we were closer. Right. Yeah, because Miami don't even have no all-inclusive. So when you hit there, bitch, you're going to spend some money. Like, money, money. But, uh, just moving forward, yeah. I, I just wanted to throw that out there because there is a lot of gray areas, I feel, when it does come to love bombing. You just have to be careful and, you know, just... I'm going to say what? Communicate with your partner or pay attention to your partner when you're first dating. Well, and with love bombing, it's excessive. It's like constant surprises, constant, like just overdoing it. You know what I mean? Just cost. It's, it's excessive okay. because they want to keep you in this happy. Oh, she loves me. Oh, she's thinking about me type of state. Right. Yeah. They want to keep you in that elusive state so that you're not really thinking about. What, what why does motherfucker keep buying me flowers? Why is he distracting me with all this well, Yeah, shit? why Why you. are they distracting me with all... Literally, you hit the nail on the head. Why are they distracting me with all this shit? Like, what are you trying to hide? They keep doing it. Whether it's going out to dinner, cooking you food, like, whatever it is. Whatever it is that they know you like. Like I said, when y'all are talking and you getting to know each other, they are taking notes of those things. And they are remembering. Because they're going to be like, mm-hmm. She says she likes steaks. I'm going to make sure I take her out once a week to the best steakhouse. You know what I mean? Right. Like, or whatever, whatever it is, like, it's just excessive. It's like never 
stops. And then when they get you where they want you, it's like the bomb that's explodes. They, and then they don't, it's, it, it, they show their true colors. Mm-hmm. Then they don't care no more. Now, the difference with you was, it wasn't like that. Like, I still get flirty things from you. You just sent me something today. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and we've been together for three years. We've been in this for three years now. Like, yes, when we were dating, you would send me coffee money. You would send me flowers. You would send me all kind of stuff. But, like, it's 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 consistent with you. Like, we go out on dates. I take you out. You take me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a shared thing. I just bought you coffee the other day. You know what I mean? Did. So And I needed that coffee. Bitch, I didn't eat all day. Mm-hmm. What that baby put back in that coffee? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you, I'm telling you, that Starbucks, that, that shit, I said, I was marching around, boom, 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 boom. That espresso is a whole diet plan all in itself, <laughs> Tell you me don't even it. realize it. Alright, all so, next. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to move on from the love bombing, but I, I just want to say this though, don't mess around and miss your person overthinking yeah you know pay attention you know what i'm saying ask questions and just be in the now right that's the best advice that i can give you on that one because love bombing definitely took me over the edge a little bit with that discussion but i learned a lot and i love it and address the red flags as you see them that's like true. don't wait and sit on them and be like oh girl don't as women, we tend to make excuses for whomever we're dating, whether it's male, well, whether it's male or female. We'll make an excuse quick, but if that was a friend or a family member, you wouldn't make an excuse for them. Mm-hmm. So treat them the same way. At the end of the day, you don't know this person like that yet. Treat them the same way. If you see a red flag, address it right then and there. Like, don't linger. Don't let it hold on because you need to see if that person is going to be willing to make necessary changes before y'all continue in y'all relationship. And I promise you, damn near all the movies that I've seen that run the world when it comes to, you know, uh, somebody dating a narcissist. First of all, Enough with Jennifer Hope has. That's like one of the classics because my man, what was his name? Rob? I think so. The one that pursued her. He had the guy in there play on her emotions mm-hmm. and he took it and ran with it and boom two years later after she had the baby well, he started coming in smelling like Dorsell Dor Lacey <laughs> whatever the hell her name is smacked my girl all up in the motherfucking face what was that classic <laughs> fucking narcissism and that's how they be too man like you said babe now that I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about different movies like oh he did court the hell out of her just mm-hmm. to beat her up oh oh I'd have burnt out all his motherfucking shit. But anywho, let's get into my 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 my, my story. Alright, so next we have an excerpt from Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic. Uh, if you don't know, my wonderful woman, my fiance, my partner, the love of my life, has written a good bit of amazing books. This one is the first book yeah, that's the of first. the to- Toxic series yes the Mrs. Toxic series. and so in this one we have a poem about narcissism so here we go I'm gonna read it you gonna read it I'm gonna read it in your white lady voice do you want me to read from the definition or do you want me to just start at the poem no I'll read from the definition all right so it says narcissism narcissism excessive or erotic interest in oneself and one's physical appearance 
extreme selfishness with a grandiose view of one's own talents and craving for admiration as characterizing as a personal personality type. Now, here's the poem. This is the last time I allow myself to remember the way I felt when I was told I was a narcissist. I had to go and look up the definition. I couldn't I just couldn't believe that the shit rolled off her tongue. I had to do some digging. If it was me, then it was something I had to work on. At the end of the day, if the statement were true, why do I feel like pointing the finger at you? Every negative word we ever spoke to each other came into play. I had to ask myself, what did you say? By all means, why did I come back? It takes two to tango. Facts and then everything fades to black. Many narcissists enjoy spending spreading and arousing negative emotions to gain attention to feel powerful to keep you insecure and off balance i remember the first time you attacked my talent in the next breath you tried to sing me a love ballad i saw all the signs to run but my heart was ready to stand still i seen all the signs to run but my heart was ready to build if i knew the encounters of what was next to feel my heart would have convinced me no deal there was easily upsetting moments at a real and perceived sights or or inattentiveness. Many many tantrums were conceived when I disagreed with your views. I got cursed out many times after supporting you. I was there for you. You were there for me. Yet I failed to meet all of your expectations. You were extremely sensitive to criticism, but only from me. In the next breath, you loved me but planning moves with so-and-so down the street. You typically responded with heated argument, fight, or cold detachment, flight. When I missed your calls and when you fucked up, I still got them bars. I had to expect the, I had to expect the wrong things I did and the wrong things you bestowed, but at least I could own up to mine. You just kept going on and on. I wouldn't let it go. On the other hand, narcissists are quick to judge, criticize, ridicule, and blame. Some narcissists are emotionally abusive. Oh, child, that sounds like you and me. You gave me an option to deal with your mouth. I chose to stay with you. I knew I was. I knew what I was getting into when I said I do. We had similar dreams. The best intoxic intoxicating conversations one has ever seen. Blurred lines and hesitations, the intense gratification releases throughout the sexual frustrations. You are right about a lot of things. I'm working on me too. This narcissist definition is deep. I had to pick it apart to see you, to see me, to accept the fact that this is a part of me. I took on the definition, subdued my premonitions, worked it out through writing therapy. I cried and prayed to God until I was empty. I will no longer carry the hurt, that sense of entitlement. The thick of it is over and I realize it. I can't. You can't fix the problem if you can't admit to yourself that you have one. This is the last time I'm saying it. I'm claiming it and I'm done. Snaps. All day. So, uh, you can get this book at emotionalfictionpublishing.com. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely can, <laughs> and you will get, get your, a, a signed copy as well. Get your copy today at emotionalfictionpublishing.com. Yeah, because the last entry in that book after um, that poem is my last final uh, 
Booth confession. I was setting it up almost like a reality show. Mm-hmm. So I was telling, you know, my story in the confessional booth. And then I was giving you the poetry behind it. Well, I was giving you the poetry. And then I was giving you the story behind it in the confessional booth, if that's, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it backwards. And uh, I'll never forget when we were just in mid conversation. It was me, the person that I was dating, and another. Uh, I want to say that it was a guy, you know, like they were, you know, smoking and I'm, I'm not a smoker. I'm a drinker. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to them vibe and signs came up. Everybody always want to try to dog out the Scorpio. Oh, you a Scorpio? Oh, my mom's a Scorpio. Yeah, she's a narcissist. Then I got the whole same lip service. Oh, so are you. Your ears went up like, right? My ears didn't go up until she was like, oh, yeah. That's her. Oh, wait a minute. Now, narcissist, I didn't even, I really didn't even know what it meant at that time. You mm-hmm. know, I just heard it and I'm like, oh, no, I, that, don't, that don't sound good. I was automatically offended. But I feel like I was offended just because it came from out of her mouth anyway. Right. Because I felt like anything that came out of her mouth really wasn't good anyway. It wasn't was always, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say that it wasn't. Well, in the end, no. It, it, it was it was always on on an attack, right? You know what I mean. And Defensive, yes. And I I will take full responsibility because I stayed. Yeah. And I allowed her, you know, to continue to talk to me crazy, even though I knew what the situation was, where we were at, and it wasn't getting any better. Mm-hmm. And like the the intoxicating conversations. That's what, you know, I feel like kept both of us grounded within mm-hmm. because when we start drinking and we were on that good high, it was a good high. But I tell you, 12 hours later, it was a, a, a straight low ball. But I say all that to say this. I want to um, I want to thank her and a lot of other females that I dated because she's not the first narcissist that I dated. It was just. She's the first one where I realized I was dating a narcissist because she was the one that brought on the definition because I wasn't paying no attention. Wasn't even thinking about wasn't that. even thinking about that. And I had ten to, you know, date the same type of person. So she wasn't the first one. You know what I mean? But she was the last. Mm-hmm. Cause baby, what I got right here. Boom. So everybody that I had to date and everything that I had to go through. I'm glad that I went through it because now that I'm here with you, mm-hmm. uh, you get the best part of me. Agreed. Yeah, you do. Like you definitely get the best part of me. You get the calmer me. You get uh, you get the me that actually will sit down and think about it and rationalize it and wants to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk around mad anymore. I used to do that. You know, I used to sit around and hold things in and. You know, allow my mate to really just uh, like grind. And I would hold it in, hold it in until I would explode. So I did some therapy and I had to do a lot of therapy just because of, you know, the choices that I made when it came to dating. Me trying to hold on Mm -hmm. and trying to hold on to a narcissist, man. My hands were bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding. Because at the end of the day, like at, at that present time in my life, I really wanted to be with that person. I really wanted her to see like... Bitch, all I'm trying to do is love you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that? (laughs) Why are you so retarded? We can't, we just cannot get along. Yeah. 
And uh, read the book, though. The, the book is excellent. The whole book is about basically like the, my last past relationship. But it was deep, though. We definitely went through a lot. We definitely put each other through a lot. So I hope she learned um, something by reading the book. Because sometimes people can't see it. Like I was explaining in that poem, you can't correct something if you don't see that there's anything wrong. Mm -hmm. That was the reason why I took what I took and I captured it and I put it in those pages. When we originally thought of the title, The Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic, we was actually sitting in the strip club. Coming off of one of our arguing binges. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That was, okay, we was arguing, fighting, we done cuss each other out, let's go out and try to have a good time. And then that's when the whole thing was like born. But when we had that conversation, I said, God damn it. I really want to see why I just won't stop or why you just won't stop. And I did. I started recording a lot of things on my phone as far as just little stories. Oh, this is what happened today so that I wouldn't forget so I could go back and assess. Bitch. I was retarded as hell. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I'll say this too. I feel like narcissist is, is such a popular term now that a lot of people just self are self-diagnosing people as narcissists. But mm -hmm. narcissistic personality disorder is a real thing. Only 7.7% of males and 4.8% of females have been diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. So... Imagine if there's 300 million people in the world and 4.8% of female. That's a whole lot of people that ain't going to therapy. Because right. that number should be way higher. Right, right. <laughs> but I'll say this, though. Like, like we talked about before. Like, yeah, you do. It makes you feel like you are going in a circle. Because, like, you do. You just want the person to see that you just want to love them. And in my situation, I was hell bent on trying to make it work because I was mm -hmm. engaged like I hadn't I had never seen I don't have any healthy examples of marriage in my life my parents got divorced my godparents were separated like no healthy examples of marriage in my life period whatsoever so I've never seen a healthy marriage so I was hell bent on just trying to make it work because I'm like Rashonda you engaged now this not a regular relationship like you can't just walk away you can't just give up but that emotional e abuse is something is the worst and it'll mm -hmm. make you feel like shit like it makes you feel like the worst thing in the world and even when you finally do get the strength and the courage to walk away then you're constantly second guessing yourself like bitch how why who what when and where like how did you let how this happen yep. how did you let this happen and how did you let it happen for so long and, and and the crazy thing about it is i would have those type of conversations with myself peeking at the phone though like damn is she still is she going to call i'm still waiting for yeah that call back even like though drug. i know it's wrong yeah shit gets addictive and i don't it understand does. why it's Pain like does. that but it, it it is and i i when you said that like i i immediately knew what you were talking about because i experienced the same thing like you you want it to work so bad you just be like but why can't you just see that I'm just trying to love you? And mm -hmm. it's just like the the arrogance in them, the cockiness in them, the the their self-perceived idea of how the world is supposed to revolve around them clouds their judgment. And they can't see shit but what they want to see. And that's just it. That's just it. 
I feel like I probably could have, I probably overdid it in a couple of relationships as well. Maybe came on too strong. Maybe that, that person that I was dating at the time wasn't ready for the love that I was willing to give. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, though, when I look back at most of the people that I did date, I'm over here, I'm blinking, y'all. Um, damn. Yes, because I dated quite a few. See, that's why I had to pause. No, bitch is 45. Shit, my dating pool had pee in it. God damn it. Anyway, I'm sad though. We're going to get into some movies that where we uh, saw narcissistic uh, personality disorder displayed on TV. Because I feel like it is important to give you guys some real life examples of what this may look like and feel like. So that you have an idea of what it is to be looking out for. So, babe, do you want to do the honors? The- I already, I spent my one movie out, man, enough. With Jennifer Lopez, that was one. Okay, that was, a, that was a good one. And the narcissist in that movie, that the husband. Okay, we all we all know what that. I feel like I just. I gotcha. Yeah, but go ahead, keep talking <laughs> about it. Like you, yeah. What about the husband? Like he did all that to pursue her. Yeah, you said that part, but. Then he got her in there and started beating on her. Yeah, he got her in there and just basically manipulated the situation um, until she started to fight back. And he probably wouldn't have stopped until, you know, what happened to him in the end. She ended up whooping his ass. And what, did she kill him? Or did she? I don't know if she killed him. I can't remember if she killed him or not. But I know she ended up whooping his ass. But in the beginning, though, he, he did. He courted her. He courted her very, very well. He bought her the big house. He gave her the picket fence. Uh, I guess, as you say, he was love bombing. Poof, poof, poof. Gave her the baby. And after that, like I said, he started sleeping with Dorcel. She said it too. Ike, you don't even care anymore. I can smell the perfume on your jacket. Somebody's going through that right now. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Somebody's going through that right now. All right. And you said the next movie was Mr. From Color Purple. Mr. From Color Purple. I think he was just nasty. nasty I feel like that one was kind of hard to say because I feel like that was just regular male behavior for back in the day. And I'm not saying that it was I'm not saying that that was okay. I'm not saying that it was accepted. But I feel like that was pretty typical of men. Back in those days, what you think? No, I, I I agree. A lot of men was out there sleeping with young young women, and it was the na- it was uh it was the norm. Yeah, it was definitely the norm. Um, let's see who else. That when I look it up online, it says Joe from you. Is that his name, Joe? Yeah. But I really <laughs> feel like Joe is more of like he I, was a he was a stalker. I feel like he's more psychotic a psychotic so is there different we gotta look that up is there different forms do you got a psychotic narcissist regular narcissist and then the nasty well you could be you could be diagnosed with psychotic behavior and narcissistic personality disorder yes well then i would give that to joe because joe was 
on some old me, me, me type shit. Everything did have to revolve around around Joe. That's why he was out there sniping people. <laughs> And um, jerking off in front of people's windows. So. Oh, yeah. See, you, see, you I've never, I never really got into that show. It was really good. Once I did start watching it, and and I realized it was about a man who was stalking a woman and killing people that were interested in her. I was like, why do people like this? Like, everybody was so obsessed with you when it first came out, and I was just like, I don't, I don't understand the hype. You wasn't feeling that, yeah. No. Uh, season one and season two was good. Season three, I lost interest. Yeah, very quick. Yeah. Um. You said Sanaa Lathan's character in A Family That Prays. Oh. <laughs> oh, that bitch. Oh. Girl. <laughs> so disgusted. You so disgusted. Now, now I'm going to have to watch it. First of all, Family That Prays is one of my favorite movies by Tyler Perry. But Sanaa Lathan, that bitch. You put an extra folk on her name. I think oh. it's just Sanaa. Sanaa, Sanaa on that joint right there, bride. I'm, I'm, I'm st- I still don't like you how you did my man in the movie. <laughs> First of all, my man, he loved you. Wasn't they high school sweethearts? I it think was high so. school sweethearts. They got together. They had the baby. And the mother worked for the rich white lady. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole time, Sanaya sleeping with that rich white lady's uh, son. The son... He was on drugs and rehab, doing all types of shit that he ain't had no business doing. And he had a wife. Then she had the nerve that had a baby by the man. Now, man, y'all, all while she doing this, you know, she talking to her husband like her husband ain't shit. Because she got, what, $100,000 in the bank and mm-hmm. all he doing is construction. Yeah, I'm he wanted to start his own construction company. But she wouldn't help him. She would talk bad to him, too. You ain't you ain't no caught, right? You mm-hmm. can't do that. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Sanaya, you were the most hated in that movie. She was terrible. Definitely number one narcissist in my book after um, my man from Enough. Yeah, she, she's right up there. I'm telling y'all, if y'all haven't watched Family I Praise, you got to watch it. After she talked crazy to my man, my man did end up taking her money and starting his own business. When that man took that money and figured out, and she figured it out, she went and got in that man's face and told her husband, that loved her. And he said it too. Baby, I'm just trying to help us. I'm just trying to love you. She said, you are stupid. You're not my man. And our son is not even yours. Mm. Yeah. That had to hurt. That had to hurt my ass. That was a killer right that there. That was a killer right there. He smacked the shit out of her too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her. Didn't he smack her over the oh, counter? Oh man, he definitely smacked her really hard. Real, yeah. real hard. And she deserved it. On that one, she deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, she did. So the family that prays, Sanaya Nathan, yes, you do win the award for that. If I had the applause button, bitch, I would hit it. <laughs> we do. We gotta bring the soundboard back we so we can have do. some uh some do. uh sound effects. Mm-hmm. But that but, is the that is like the perfect movie, um as a woman being a narcissist. Yeah. Yes. So we just wanted to give you guys some examples of uh, some narcissistic behaviors so go back watch those movies if you have any show recommendations or movie recommendations that you want to send feel free to send them to us we could definitely watch them and check them out and see what's up mm-hmm. and I just want to say something y'all when I be pausing for the cause like that I'm having a get out moment babe uh, has to snap me back into uh, reality what yes a get out moment um, yeah you remember when my man just be sitting there and he be blinking 
That's because somebody was, she was trying, the white lady was trying to take his soul. Well, ain't nobody trying to take my soul. Yeah, don't say get but out I'll be moment. thinking, my mind is moving faster than my mouth and I'm trying to get everything out. But instead of me getting everything out, I'm just sitting there like, wait a minute, I got to piece it back together again. <laughs> I stopped getting old shit. I drink a little bit of tequila too much. I done fried a lot of my brain cells with the vodka from back in the day. So y'all got to just bear with your girl. Shit. Neck, I'm naked Nikki for a reason. Anyway. Anyway. You ain't naked today though. I'm not. I got my titties up. But I don't have no bra on. Yeah, I mean, neither one of us got a bra on. But before we end this episode, I just want to say, uh, be on the lookout for the extras that are be that will be dropping every Friday before the regular episode on Saturday. Um, yes, this season we're doing something different called In the Spotlight, where mm-hmm. we will be reviewing a show and uh, talking about the show on one episode per episode of the podcast. So mm-hmm. we are reviewing Hoochie Daddies season one Hoochie on Daddies, Tubi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We about to watch that shit now. If you were not watching this show, I suggest you go ahead and watch it right now. Uh, the extra for Hoochie Daddy uh, episode one will already be out by the time you listen to this episode. It come, mm-hmm. They come out on Friday, so it'll come out before this episode. But next Friday, make sure you check for the extra episode on Hoochie Daddy's episode two. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we'll be out of town. Will we be out of town next Friday? Is it next Friday or the Friday after? The way these months is going, I do believe it's next Friday. Well, we need to check. Well, you got the phone right there, sweetheart. So check the check the Google Calendar. And what? Well, anyway, either way, we'll right. still have something for y'all to listen to. So make sure you uh, check we'll in with us. We'll just have to do it on Wednesday before we actually get out of here. Check, make sure you check in with us uh, for the extra right. and for the regular episode. We'll make sure both still drop so there won't be no gaps. I'll get Babe to do it early. And mm-hmm. we got to talk about the fact that I am officially an employee of Shirley Spotless Commercial Cleaning. I don't know if I'm keeping her. You know, my day, <laughs> man. Look, look. I love you. I do. <laughs> I do. But you are... You are in front of the spotlight, you know? What? Like, you're an influencer. I need you on TikTok. So, uh, Travel Club is coming, like, right now. I think that's where I really just want you to focus on. You can help me, though, and I'm still going to, you know what I'm saying, give you a couple hours. Because we, we both got to get on our ground and we yeah. both got to get these bills paid. So, I definitely appreciate you. You can definitely come and help me. I really don't feel comfortable right now leaving you by yourself. Maybe two months from now. Maybe. <laughs> two months? You got to show me some improvement. <laughs> what did I do? That was so wrong. No, nah, baby. It was just a little scary. And you being scary scares me. I need you to be, I need you to be a little bit more confident. You know, and once you get a little bit more confident and I can just see you in there like, babe, I got this. Boom, boom, boom. Then, yes. It's a different line of work for me. So, you got to give me some. I got to give you some, some time. time to adjust. That's why yes. I said like like two months. You think I need that long? No, not really. But because you're my baby and you spoiled. Yes. Well, we going to see. But, y'all, she trying to she trying to hire a nigga. Um, 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 she trying I don't to hire know. a player. I'm about to put her in a whole new business. I'm about to get her a whole new um, <laughs> uh, LLC. We about to get brown liquor. What is it? 
it's either going to be brown liquor media or brown liquor entertainment. All right. I would rather go with media group because that gives us a, a whole umbrella to where we can do a lot of different things. Um, and I do want you to start focusing on our TikTok and the travel our travel um, group with the podcast. Uh, that's I really want us to work on that, get that up and running. And like you said, being out there in those streets with the mics, being in those different countries with the mics. What's up? Where the gay people at? What we doing? Where we at? And on top of that, we're going to have a travel club, which is going to be $139 a year, where you can uh, save up to 70% on all travel or even uh, $13.95 a month if you don't want to pay the whole $139. Mm-hmm. So for you to receive 70% off of your travel uh, spots for $13.95 a month or $139 a year, like you can't beat that if you're not trying to be a travel agent and you just want discounts on your travel you really can't like you can't beat that yeah you can't beat that at all yeah we i was just looking at a couple of different trainings and stuff like that um actually today uh so it's definitely coming travel bag experience that's going to be another connection to the brown liquor media group and uh we are coming and we are coming straight at you so for all my travelers i'm gonna need y'all to buckle down and get a passport and do not get any timeshares, man. Don't do that. But then again, I can't tell you don't do that. Get the timeshare, and then let me go ahead and get you 70% off all your flights in surrounding areas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Boom. Yeah. Either way, you'll hear the commercial for the Brown Liquor Travel Lounge um, on this show. Mm-hmm. We are going to be promoting our own things. But if you do have a black-owned LGBT plus business and you want a commercial spot on the pod... Just send us an email, brownlicker at gmail.com, and I will send you our commercial pricing because prices are going up. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. Shit, especially. Gas is high. Because we live down here in Florida. <laughs> Shit. So if you want the a commercial. Air is expensive down Listen. If you want a commercial on the pod, please let us know now because by the end of this season, these prices will be going up. Um, The prices have been the same for like three seasons. So I I think we did pretty good. And uh, I gave away a lot of free spots, but we we gotta we gotta we gotta tighten it up. Number yeah. one and number two, don't try to jump on the bandwagon once a bitch blow up, right? Because it's coming, right? You know what I mean? We are we're working and we're working hard. And shout out, baby, thank you for helping me with Shirley Spotless Commercial Cleaning. Gotta, Everything is going up right from here on out. We got a lot of little things in play behind the scenes, and I hope mm-hmm. that they come into fruition. It's a lot of people working with us, trying to get us back. Get us out to a broader audience and just, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I appreciate those people as long as, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to play me. I'm going to make sure to read all contracts. And, uh, yeah. So, regardless, stay tuned in to Brown Liquor. I'm telling y'all, we got some major things coming. Stay locked in. Because y'all go, when y'all see us, y'all going to be like, oh, that's them right there, bitch. We and we gonna be, we, we just gonna be like, mm-hmm. yeah, we getting all fine and shit. Mm-hmm. We in the gym. We gonna go, bo- we boxing tomorrow. Yeah, nine o'clock. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we out here. We gonna be whooping bitches' ass. Mm-hmm. We gonna be buying shots. Mm-hmm. We yeah. gonna be drinking shots. Mm-hmm. We gonna be filling on some asses too, with consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We can't be on no R. Kelly shit. 
we gonna be filling those asses with consent. Okay, you gotta sign this form. Sign so, uh, on the dotted line. Say that you allowed me to pat your ass. Right. Um, wow, I fed you this shot. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, with that being said, we're out, y'all. Make sure you stay tuned in next week for the episode and the extra. Like I said about hoochie daddies, and if you have any questions that you want to ask us related to podcasting relationships friendships business whatever hit us up brownlicker at gmail.com or you can join our group brown liquor lesbian conversations and post your questions there i want to say this though too hoochie daddies first of all that's my shit that's my show there's a lot of um black melanin on that show and all the ladies are definitely looking real good out there I appreciate y'all man thank y'all for putting y'all shit out there like that Stud King though that motherfucking bitch whew tune into Spotlight next week <laughs> god damn it cut right. this off alright y'all with that yeah. being said we are out we'll right. see y'all next week peace, peace.